Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bloom the Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Season 2. We are so glad that you are here with us, and if you guys are new, if you guys are here for the first time, welcome. Welcome to the realest Christian talk show on the entire internet. I'm your host, Donovan, and this is my sister and co-host, Ashley. How's it going? What's up? And we are happy to be back, y'all, podcasting again. I almost said podcasting. We're back with the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're back, guys. Um, Hopefully, you guys checked out last week's episode. Um, I'm going to be linking that in the description. What did we talk about last week again? Oh, honoring. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Honoring. Gosh, whose show is this? Honoring. Does honoring always mean obeying? That was last week's episode. Yeah, I'm I'm drawing some blanks What would you do without me? I don't know. That's why you're co-host. You got to keep me accountable. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're back. Um, And today we actually have a part two, our first part two of season two. If you guys remember, a couple weeks ago, we did an episode about relationships and about things that were normalized. The title was, Why Did We Normalize This? And we got a lot of responses. We put a little um, poll on our Instagram and asked people to send in some things that uh, are normalized for relationships that shouldn't be. And we're going to go ahead and go through them and then add some of our own and kind of just keep the conversation going because it's a great conversation. I mean, this could be an indefinite series on our show because the longer I live... The more people I encounter and the more people I encounter, the more I realize there are things that just shouldn't be. (laughs) So we're going to keep this going. And I hope you guys are all ready for a part two um, of this episode. So jumping straight in, um, we're going to just start reading off of some of the replies that we got from our last episode. So again, if you guys dropped a reply, thank you so much for engaging with us. We really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to make sure we go through all of your guys' replies. Uh, So you're going to want to stick this one out. Um, So starting with the first reply that we got on our Instagram story, it was living together first to test out what it would be like if you were married and to see what the deal breakers are. Um, So this is a very, uh, this is a big one. And I don't know how prevalent this is in the Christian community. I was about to say, if you're a Christian and this is your thinking, then there's some questionable... But then again, I'm also, like, I'm not totally... I wouldn't be shocked if someone told me that they did this. They're like, we're staying pure. We're just living together. Right. So it's hard for me because, well, to be honest, I don't have any experience with this. (laughs) But, I mean, if we're looking at it from just a biblical standpoint there's so much wrong with even attempting to do this i have experience with this oh oh oh, that's right okay but talk to me talk to me here is here is the thing i have experience with living with nikki because during quarantine he stayed with us but we were not living alone together we were living with my parents so just picture living with a big black man and see how that goes <laughs> nothing's gonna you know the things that could take that's place definitely going in the trailer. probably won't take that's place. a reel right there that's a sound bite for the ages you might get canceled for that but that's okay yeah so just coming from that sense i can tell you that living together even with my parents there was not easy so you should never 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 because yeah. i mean the temptation is going to be there and it's going to be tenfold even if there is someone else in the house with yeah, you guys even if there's a big black man there's even still if be there's temptation. a big black guy there's still going to be a <laughs> lot of temptation 
So, right. yeah, I mean, this definitely is not recommended from so many aspects. I mean, there's obviously that goes without saying the purity aspect. And then there also goes into something that we touched on in the last episode where it's kind of one of those things where you're not you're not <laughs> you're not even like because i get the whole idea of like oh you want to know the person and blah 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 but like this is still you're still dating yeah this is still dating like you're not married there's no commitment there still you haven't said the vows you're you haven't not said stuck i with do the person yeah so you're still like oh, exactly so this is like the worst <laughs> form of dating you could possibly have because you're pretty much going all the way pretending like you're married doing living together you're simulating all that but you still haven't even committed to each other 100 percent. so i mean there's just so much wrong with this you're not testing the waters as much as you think you are right i mean it's still the show i mean you can still win an oscar while you're living with someone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can still have the acting performance of the year while living with someone albeit right. it may be they a might be harder. able to see like how ugly you are in the morning but besides that they might see you without makeup the for the first time exactly that'll be different everything else is the same though like yeah, it's basically the same thing. So I would just say absolutely not to anyone that's thinking about this or that is currently doing this. I would strongly, with everything of every ounce of energy in my body, tell you to stop that immediately. Yeah, do not do that. Do not do that. Um, but thank you so much for the comment. And I hope whatever we just said was helpful for you in any way. <laughs> I'm trying not to be too harsh. I'm just... <laughs> we're just gonna be this is gonna be real guys like i said this is the realest show we have on the internet this is the, as real as it gets we're just gonna say it how it is and that's why we're here to engage with you guys so hoping hoping you guys enjoy this um the next one kind of goes a little bit into um the last one and that is acting like you're married when you're not um and th they're kind of this goes kind of a, a couple different directions but what are your first initial thoughts to that comment well when you read that comment <laughs> to me my first thought was oh they've been dating for five years <laughs> like of course they act like they're married why wouldn't they when you've been dating for five years so right. that's my initial thought another reason to speed up your process boys <laughs> yeah well to me the there's a question that begs to be asked with this comment and it's going to be subjective to most people and that is what do you define as playing married or acting mm. like you're married is that just having sex they hung or out twice that, a week yeah like <laughs> is that living together is that having premarital sex is that you know hanging out every day or is that just texting once a week you know like mm. what if each person has their own threshold on what they believe to be playing married or what they believe is uh, appropriate for a pre-marriage relationship so, I mean, for me personally, when I think acting like you're married, I think similarly to the last question, like living together, I think of like what you said, dating for five years with really no intention, where you're pretty much just keeping each other in handcuffs. <laughs> you're stuck with that person because yeah. it's been so long. Yeah, it's been so long. There's no excitement there anymore. You're pretty much an old married couple already before you've even put the ring on. So, again, that's something we would definitely... Uh, advise against because you want to be going into your relationship with it fresh if you've been dating for five years it's like it's hard for me to imagine there's still that like new feel to it because it's you can't progress much further in a dating a dating relationship is such an itty bitty phase of the relationship as a whole. for those people <laughs> but that's what my that's what i'm getting at is if you yeah. drag out that itty bitty portion that is dating because 
I mean, you can only hold hands for so long. So if you drag out that whole portion, you when you get into marriage, it's going to be like, well, I mean, we've been here, we've been here, done that. You know what I mean? Right. And I think also I've talked a little bit about this on my blog, but when you date for a long time as well, your emotions and the way you feel about you're emotionally at a place you shouldn't be with that person. Expand on that. Like, okay, so, you know, um, a married couple has, a, like, a certain... It's so hard to describe this. I'm trying to remember how I described it when <laughs> I blogged about it. Right. But emotionally, you're connected and attached to this person in specific ways when you're married, right? Right. And when you're dating for five years, there is really no difference because it's as if you were married to that person for all that time because it's been so long mm -hmm. that all the emotions, all your feelings, the whole vibe of the relationship starts to emotionally be as if you were married or, you know, that person is your spouse. Like you start acting like that's my husband. And emotionally in your head, it's like he's mine. We're never departing. We've been dating for five years. Like, that's my man. That's my spouse, basically. Mm. And you're already at this point that you shouldn't be because there is no commitment. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. And yeah, that could definitely be destructive because when you're already playing those roles, but you're not moving the relationship along because I'm a firm believer in practicing what you're going to do in your relationships. That way it translates into your marriage. But that only goes up so far, right? Like you want to practice those uh, things in your relationship as a man. You want to practice being a leader and taking, you know, taking that role. And as a woman, same thing in the reverse. You want to practice, you know, actually taking your husband or your boyfriend's uh, opinions into consideration and mm -hmm. kind of putting him in that position to lead you. So I, I'm all for um, playing the role to a certain degree. But yeah. if you're not actually progressing the relationship and you're still playing the role, then you're not doing yourself any favors. You're just subjecting yourself to something that you really shouldn't be in the first place because, like you said, there's no commitment. So when you do get there, it's it just seems boring. Or when you get broken up with, it's like a divorce. <sighs> like, straight up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think... Because well, you're mean, like, how dare you? You take five years of my life acting well, as if you were my husband and you leave me. That's crazy to me too. Like, I couldn't even imagine being more than three years in. I mean, honestly, it's hard for me to picture even being two years in. <laughs> One and year in is heartbreaking enough. I mean, bro. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> five <laughs> months in. <laughs> like I'd be crying for three days. Three weeks in. I was kidding. Yeah. But like, seriously. <laughs> honestly. Well, honestly, the emotions and that attachment build so quickly. And that's what I'm saying. So imagine... How much you view that person as your spouse five years into dating? Yeah, it's absolutely devastating if, because honestly, at that point, one of the parties has to be thinking to themselves, okay, what's next, right? Like one of them has to think, if not both of them, when are we going to make the real move? Well, you know what? They don't think, when are we going to make the real move? They just keep progressing in things that come with marriage while they're dating. That's their progression. They're, they don't have marriage on the table. They're just like, okay, what comes next? Oh, sex while we're dating? Because we've been dating for five years? Why not? Well, and that gets into <laughs> one of the bigger problems that I think we all really need to be honest with ourselves about. And is if you are in a very, very extended uh, time frame relationship what is your purity looking like what does that look, fight look like because if you're attracted to that person in any way shape or form 
it's hard for me to believe that it's all peaches and cream, just easy on the uh, temptation front. Like, I don't really believe that. So when I hear people tell me like, oh, it's totally fine. We don't have any temptation. Like we have all these guide, uh, you know, barriers and things that we do. And it's like, okay, the barriers are there to last you up till a certain point. They're not supposed to be forever. You know, like the, the, the blocks that you place to stop yourself from falling into sin. That's why they're there. They're blocks. So that way you can move your relationship along into marriage. They're not supposed to be there for the rest Permanent of your life. Blocks. Yeah. Bro. So I just have to ask the question. And this is a question we all need to ask ourselves is, you know, are we being honest with ourselves with the fight against purity? Mm-hmm. And I'll be the first to say it's a difficult fight, especially as a dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure mm-hmm. it's the same for females as well, but I know as a, as a guy, it is a serious fight that we have to fight, you know, wage every day. You got to clock in every day and fight that fight. Full-time so job, if you bro. have someone that you love and care about that you're seeing all the time and that you are potentially playing married with, you need to get on that right away because it can get dicey, like we said in our little response there. Like, bro, if you plan, why not just put the dang ring on her finger? Oh, oh we're spiking. We're spiking. <laughs> Sorry if you're the audio only people. That was probably really and yes, loud. I have to, no regrets about yelling. I'm gonna at have you. to edit that out in post <laughs> post edits. Um, <laughs> okay, moving on to the next one. Thank you so much for that comment. We we love to talk about it. Uh, the next one is a funny one actually, and I'm not too sure what you're gonna say about this. But the comment was doing holidays together with each other. Uh, with each other's families, so like you going to Nikki's family for Thanksgiving or something, um, before you're married. Talk to me about it. <laughs> Talk to me. I think that that one's, you know, <laughs> I want to be nice, but I think that that one's definitely not a concern. I think... Not a concern? Yeah. Okay. That should not be a problem. I think, so you think this is okay to normalize? I think that's 100% okay to normalize. I mean... Okay going to christmas and meeting someone that's like saying you should never meet their family then because you know if you're not married there's no point in meeting the family yeah christmas <laughs> does not make it more of a valuable occasion it's a, it's a holiday it's not yeah it's not some like this is our secret family re- like it's christmas <laughs> it's an underground <laughs> christmas holiday yeah like everyone's celebrating it like whether you're at that person's house or not it makes really no difference and i think it's good to like you know just to get to know each other's families i think mm-hmm. the family dynamics are a lot different right during a holiday like oh, yeah. it's like real family time during a holiday the so vibes. i think it's good all about the vibes yeah it's really good for each other to get to know each other i think i agree I think this is something that is not really something we should, um, you know, think that is a negative. I think it can definitely be a positive, especially if you are intentionally dating. I think it's good to get the person you're with around your family and to see not only how your family interacts with them, because I think it's good to have people outside of you that care about you to give you input about the person that you're dating and bringing them around your family is a great way to get that input from people that really want to see you do well playing them board games together you will see yeah you'll see that come out you'll see how and honestly you want to see how the person you're with 
cares about your family because if yeah. you want the person you're dating to love your family and care about your family now obviously not everybody's in-laws are always going to get along it's always going to be sunshine and rainbows but you especially for all believers we definitely want it to be an environment where we're all you know friendly with one another and can be at you know those events and be cordial and be happy and be fine i think that's a great way to kind of test the waters for that but i yeah. will say on the other side because I'm assuming this is where this comment is coming from. I'm assuming this is coming from the notion of if you do break up, it can be kind of like awkward and weird for you and for the other person. And I'll say from my own personal experience, I have had a relationship that was going, that did go for a little bit. And I brought them to, you know, like Thanksgiving holidays and the Christmas holidays. And then when you break up, all your in-law uh your grandparents are like where's that person or like you know and they start asking you questions it's just <laughs> awkward gone. it's weird <laughs> yeah and then anytime you bring someone else there like if you do get into another relationship and you bring them there then they're like oh how many girlfriends or boyfriends are you gonna have like oh yada yada so i i'm assuming this is where that's coming from and i don't know if you want to speak to that or if you think i'm well, off track somewhere no no no. i would say like as much as i get that thinking the goal is not to bring 20 different people to christmas <laughs> but like you said you do what you got to do right like you, your situation was very unfortunate you know right. you were definitely going towards marriage it's not like it was just some rando you brought to a holiday yeah, it's not like we had just started yeah, dating like and i was two like days oh, in, you know you're like let's do this even though like i literally brought nikki to a family event two weeks into dating no lie two weeks two weeks let's in go. but you know what i was confident yeah was that christmas no i because he went to it was or no no it was it was it was father's day it was father's, father's day, day that's right because you know what and this is kind of also the point i was getting to father's day his dad is in japan and i'm not yeah. gonna just leave my boyfriend with no father in the states like why yeah. don't you just come hang out with us which people do all the time people invite random people to their holidays who don't have like family in town or whatever and yeah. what makes that any different than inviting the person you're actually in a relationship with but yeah so I brought Nikki, but like you said, if you're intentionally dating and you're like, no, I like actually like see myself with this person, mm -hmm. then you're going in with good intention that you're hoping that this person's the one you want to get them involved. And yeah. sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes it breaks up because something unfortunate happens. But with the next person, it's still going to be that same intention. And hopefully it, that only happens like at the most like two or three times, right? That you have yeah. to bring someone else in that, you know, didn't yeah. come to the last one. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like I'm of the mindset too, like even before you get to the holidays, like you had mentioned when we first started talking about this is like bringing them over to family nights and like doing those things where you're right. kind of integrating them into your life because that's the whole point of marriage is doing life together. So I want that person to be integrated into my life as fast as possible. If I yeah. see myself potentially having a future with that's them. That's the real testing of the waters, not living together. <laughs> <laughs> how they fight with your mom that's exactly the <laughs> that is the test of time okay <laughs> yeah i mean but i mean in all seriousness because again i'm not sure exactly where the origination of this comment comes from as far as like direction of like the negative aspect of this i see a lot of potential for uh growth in situations like this and like i said even from my experience even though my situation was unfortunate bringing that person to family events was one of those things that highlighted 
um, some of the negatives in the relationship due to the way the person interacted with my family. Now, obviously, you don't want to base everything off that because it's like, oh, well, she didn't like my sister. So now or like they got into a fight about which ice cream they like. So I'm going to dump them. You know, you don't want it to be like that because obviously it's the leave and cleave. Like you want to be living your own life and doing what you see fit. But at the same time, you do want to see exactly where the problems are coming from and why they're happening in the first place. Because some of the things that we got into with the person I was with before when it came to family matters were absolutely ridiculous, guys. They were absolutely ridiculous. And me trying to justify it on my end, I was like, I can't do this. Like, this is crazy. So All it's right. one of those things that can really shine a magnifying glass into the heart of the other person that you're with, depending on, you know, the family and all that stuff. And see, you got to put two and two together because that wasn't just one family event she came to. Exactly. It was multiple. So you and get it to wasn't, see it on multiple And occasions. honestly, at, to, be, to be completely honest, it was not only the amount of events that she did go to, yeah. but it was the amount of events that she didn't go to. So you, yeah. <laughs> you get to kind of see exactly what's going on and where the heart motive is the other person. And you can kind of say, okay, this person doesn't really seem to want to be involved in my life that much or be around the people that I care about most. So where's the disconnect? If you care about me, you should care about the people that I care about. When it comes to family, obviously you don't want to like, well, she's my friend and you got to like, it's like, okay, that's a little petty. But when right. it comes to family, family's family, you know, I want that person to ideally, if I, if I mean, in an ideal world, I want that person to enjoy being around my family. Even right. if it's just a little bit, I don't want them to be opposed to being around my family. Right. You don't uh, this, like, <laughs> it makes you feel like it, if you don't get invited to family holidays or family gatherings, it really does make you feel like they're trying to keep you separate from their real life. Your secret girlfriend. Yeah, like on the DL, babe. Like, what is this? Yeah. And that's what I thought of when someone actually told me they're like, Nikki's going to take you to Christmas. I'm like, okay, well, why wouldn't he? Is he ashamed of me? Does he not want yeah. me around his family? Does his family hate me? Does like all these questions, right? Because it's yeah. like, why wouldn't I want to hang out with It doesn't inspire confidence at all if you're like, well, I don't think we're at that stage yet for you to come to meet my parents or go to christmas it's like why aren't we at that what is that stage exactly you know marriage i guess <laughs> but like at yeah. that point i'm like i would rather have those memories with your family already than coming in like hey i'm his wife now exactly let's yeah. hang like, out what are we supposed to do <laughs> like every christmas you're just like well you go your way i'll go my way and then when we're married we'll figure out how to do it together that seems like, like in it unintentional yeah dating but also come because you gave your perspective of like having to bring someone and then you're like oh they're gone this year like they're not there anymore yeah but i my pre the previous dude before nikki i spent like i think oh yeah like some of the christmas holiday with them and stuff and mm -hmm. like let me just tell you though we're not together it's not weird at all like i'm not like my gosh, I spent Christmas with you once well, when this. I see his when family. You, when you brought when you brought Nikki to Father's Day, right? Were you at all in the back of your mind like, well, here's the second guy. I wonder what Grandma's gonna say or something. <laughs> Honestly, no, not at all. But I think also part of that is because you know our extended family isn't Christian, so yeah. I'm sure they expect way worse of how many people we're gonna bring to their you family dinner. Also speaks to is your confidence in Nikki. Oh, yeah. Because I think if you are kind of on the fence about the person that you're dating, maybe it isn't the best idea to bring them to your family event because you're kind of already on the fence about their character or about something that you're seeing in mm. them. So I think that might be another place where this comment is coming from is if you are still in the early dating stages and you're seeing red flags or you're seeing things that need to be addressed, right. maybe hold off on inviting them to the family party or maybe, you know, 
wait a little bit before you bring him to Thanksgiving. You know, That's I think true. that could be a potential because I think yeah. you were you and Nikki were both already like pretty just. I don't want to say pretty decided, but like you were uh, very, we were well, pretty I mean, decided. Hey, yeah, I'll let you speak to that. But I think you guys were already very confident in where your relationship was headed, where you knew like, this isn't an issue. I don't, you don't, you didn't have any fear of that. Yeah. I didn't have, have much fear of it, but also it's like the same thing. Like I'm not going to keep him separated. Like if I chose to date him, then I need to treat him like I would as, you know, if we're headed towards marriage, even if, That's you true. know. He's not on the same page. I'm thinking, hey, I chose to date you, so here we go. You're coming along with me on everything That's we do. That's very true, and I love that you said that because that brings me to something. Sorry, we're going way long on this one, but it's, <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, acting independently in some of those things, even when you are in a relationship, because like you said, you were thinking, I chose this person. I'm going to take the initiative to say, you want to come with me to this event. Come with yeah. me to Thanksgiving. Even if the other person may not be at that page yet, I think it's a good idea to still put that out there, that that's what you're looking for. Because mm. that's the only way to really drive the relationship where you guys can end up on the same page. Because if you go that way and you say, hey, come to Thanksgiving with me. And he says, oh, we're not there yet. You get to have that conversation now of, okay, well, what does it take to get there? What are your thoughts on this? And you can have that conversation. And those are the conversations that build you tighter together rather than kind of being like, well, he hasn't invited me to mine. And then you haven't invited him to his. And you both kind of like are playing this Cold War game of like, well, who's going to invite who to family first? Or what are we going to do? You know, like right. just get it out there. Act, show some initiative and take the lead on that because I mean this is a small thing in my opinion right honestly for me it was almost like I don't know a little embarrassing when he wouldn't come to my like my, <laughs> my holiday because he went back to Japan for Christmas so I was mm -hmm. a little devastated over that then right. for Thanksgiving he was pressured into being elsewhere for Thanksgiving not my place and Someone actually asked me when he was back in Japan for Christmas, they're like, why aren't you there with him? And I was like, what? I don't <laughs> you know? know. Yeah, it, honestly, it, that's more of the thing I was thinking. Like, yeah, why aren't I there with him? Like, Yeah, the reverse <laughs> of this question also begs to be asked is normalizing not bringing your <laughs> yeah. significant other to a family event. Oh God, so it really can go both ways. Um, yeah. Again, we appreciate the comment and we would love to interact it's with good you guys. Topic. It really is. I mean, we can do a whole episode on this. There's a lot of places you can go from here. Um, <laughs> but going to the next one, um, and this is something we talked about a little bit, but the comment was dating for kicks instead of serious intent. And I think this is kind of like the overall theme <laughs> right. of uh normalizing versus not normalizing is if you are normalizing things they have to be things that back being intentional this isn't for fun this is not for status this is not so you can put someone's ig user in your <laughs> instagram bio like this isn't for show this isn't I forgot for... that people did that <laughs> you know they put the little they put your user and then they put a little locking key next to it like I, and like a heart emoji yeah so that's like... <laughs> old bro that <laughs> do people guys if you still do that leave a comment we want to know how many of you guys still put your significant other's ig handle in your instagram now bio. i'm kind of thankful nikki doesn't have an instagram there's just no need for the cringe well, it's... <laughs> i mean it's it's, it's a it's a cute thought it's a cute thought just post a photo when i was guy. 18 when i was 18 i did that i did that when i was 18 so yeah. We've all been there. We've once. been there. 
<laughs> we've all been there i think it's like that's like a first boyfriend or girlfriend thing yeah definitely then once you get dumped you're like yeah, yeah like, i'm <laughs> never putting anybody in my bio ever again you're not even getting a picture oh that's <laughs> For those not watching the video, they have no idea what just happened just Guys, now. Guys, if you are not watching the video, I've said this before, what are you doing? Watch the video. Um, anyways. That's, that's a good topic. Okay. Stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. Um, thank you for the comment. Moving on to the next one. Um, this is a great one. I love this one. Um, this is having an opinion on oh everyone's gosh. relationship n- apart from yours. Man, the person that left this comment, you are spot on. This couldn't this be person. this couldn't be any more accurate. Today, especially with social media, we have opened up ourselves to everybody's feedback. Everybody's messaging you, DMing you, talking to you, wanting to tell you something about your relationship, whether it's a negative or a positive. People just feel it's so okay to just jump in and be like, oh, yeah, well, I think about this person. Why have you thought about that? I'd be like, it's like no one asked you. Uh. (laughs) And it sounds harsh, but Mm. when it comes to people's relationships, unless you have like and even if you have a super super close relationship with that person that you're you know, going to tell them about it's still not advised if they're not asking you for advice or asking you something stop interjecting your opinions because most of the time they're not helpful i think oh man <laughs> don't get me started um when nikki and i were dating i'm pretty sure the whole church was in our relationship <laughs> i dated the whole church is what it literally felt like it's unacceptable and when i tell you that it's not helpful it literally does nothing but like makes everyone angry but for a second off i mean we had people sending nikki google docs about why this relationship why ashley's not why this why google docs and they'd say this is chapter one no joke guys (laughs) no joke mind your business and you know what that's what i said (laughs) and you know what it didn't go well for me but i stand by what i said and honestly to be the most destructive thing about this is because usually it's on one side in your situation it was on one side but it was almost directed at both of you at the same time like you guys both needed to separate from the people that were kind of jumping in mm-hmm. but more often than not it's one side heavy so like in my in my situation there's people just in the person i was with ear family friends people just kind of like talking like oh well why are you with him oh you could do better oh yada 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 <laughs> like all these things and you once you start planting those seeds in someone's head it's impossible for them to not grow. It's like Inception. If I tell you not to think about elephants, what are you thinking about? Elephants. Mm. If I tell you you should break up with this person, every single time that person does something wrong, you're going to be like, were they right? Maybe I should break up. And that is toxic, guys. Toxic. Because we should be coming to these conclusions on our own. Now, if I ask you, I say, hey, what do you think about this situation? Completely different. Because that means I've acknowledged it already, and now I'm looking for guidance. Mm. But it's completely different when I haven't acknowledged anything and you come in from left field and say, hey, this person so-and-so. Now you're planting a seed of negativity, whether it be a helpful tidbit or not. It's still something that if it's not asked for, maybe should not be given. And oftentimes it's literally just an assumption you made without barely knowing 
anything about anything right because you're not in the relationship you don't know what's going on or what's been talked about that thing that you're deciding to voice your opinion on may have already been addressed maybe they're working on that thing maybe it's something that they're both uh have mutually decided is okay in the relationship you don't know what's going on in people's relationships so to jump in and just start giving opinions <clears throat> unsolicited opinions <laughs> right it's just it's... and the sad part is it can continue into marriage and that happened with Nikki and I. The deed was done. We got married. And they still were yapping. It's like, what are you <laughs> yapping about? There is nothing left yeah, like, to say on What are they going to the encourage you to get a divorce? Exactly. So all you're doing is planting a seed now for someone to have a bad marriage. That's yeah. all you're doing. You're just ruining the trajectory of what could be. Exactly. And you have to be so careful because, and I said this on the first one, most people do not have, and I'm going to use this word again, the resiliency to fight those thoughts and to fight those bad seeds. Mm -hmm. So when you put those things into people's heads, they're going to internalize them and it's going to affect them very negatively. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very careful with what you decide to share with people, especially when they don't ask. And I can't stress that enough because most of the time people aren't asking you. <laughs> yeah, so, and I'm sorry. You're not in the relationship with these people. So stay in your lane. Like yeah. people's relationships are not a church affair. They're not a friend group affair. It's not a family affair. Like we get to help you pick the per No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> so just please. Ever, did mom ever show you that uh, dating show, uh, It Takes a Church? <laughs> <laughs> There's this show. I don't even know what network. By the way, I don't even know what network this was on. But it was like this dating show <laughs> where the church congregation would pick single guys and girls and match them up together. And they're in your relationship with you. And yeah, well, they get to vote people out and like all this crazy. It was crazy, yo. You guys should look this up on Bro. YouTube just so you know. I'm not. Now I really lies. gonna watch that. But honestly, it's not even a, it shouldn't even be a show because that's pretty much how it is, especially if you're at a small church. This is literally what it is. You yeah. sit next to someone of the opposite sex during the message, you're practically married. So, I mean, the church is getting involved. They start you giving you pre- leg? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You just have elders starting to give you premarital counseling and all this stuff just starts going crazy. But guys, please, please, with everything of my being stay in your lane if people focused as much as they did on other people's relationships as they did on their own we'd be in a lot better place right. just focus on you and for the person who is getting the advice from the people especially if they're super family oriented bro like please be a man and stop letting your family tell you what to do and t getting involved in the business because <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. They're not, they don't have to marry the chick. You do. So get your act together. Yeah, that's it. And it's hard for both. But yeah, especially as the guy, you have to take that stand and say, this is the person that I'm choosing. And you're going to be okay with that because mm -hmm. this is the person that I chose. This is the person that the Lord has put in my life that I want to do life with. And whoever has opposition to that, they can take it to the marriage or take it to the wedding when they say, do you have anyone <laughs> objections? And then they'll kick you out. When you yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we didn't ask. Be, be helpful, guys. I thought you were going to say, be happy for them. I was like, well, yeah. Well, it's, it's that too, but... If people just decided to take the approach of, I'm going to try and look, view this as 
you know, optimistically as possible. And I'm going to go in and try and encourage them to do well and try and encourage them to love that person, encourage them to be the spouse that they can be. If we took that approach, encourage one another to be biblical spouses instead of encouraging people to break up all the time. Then people might actually come to you for advice. Yeah. How about we normalize giving biblical encouragement, mm. not your wisdom and not your unsolicited opinions. Give biblical yeah. encouragement and see where that gets you. Because like you just said, that'll get you in the door to a lot more conversations where you right. may actually be able to share some of your concerns. And if you're dating someone who's like, you know what? If my if one of my siblings doesn't think you're good enough, then sorry, my family just means so much to me. Dude, get out of that relationship. Yeah, Run out. for the get hills. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a family affair, guys. It's not a family really affair. Really not. And the last one that we had, and um the last one we had, this was a rough one because I wasn't sure exactly how to attack it, but um <laughs> We're attacking it. All we're, right. We're, we're, we're attacking all these. But the last one we got was exclusivity and i i sent a message back because i was like want to know exactly you know where you're coming from because it could be <laughs> one of two things right it could be lack thereof exclusivity or too much exclusivity and the latter was what the response was so um the, the comments basically too much exclusivity in relationships and for that i have to say i don't necessarily agree I think that exclusivity is how relationships are supposed to go. Um, now, maybe this comment is referring to the super early stages, like pre-exclusive uh, relationship, where you're still kind of just like in the talking stage. Or the couple who never comes up for air because they're just making out at every <laughs> event they're at. You they're know, just that in a gross full, couple the full in the corner. deep dive outfit, snorkel exactly. gear and everything. Exactly. Maybe she's maybe she's talking about that. Maybe, we don't really know. Maybe. I mean, I'm not too sure. So I'd love to have a conversation to expound on that. Um, but my general thought is once you both decide that, you know, you want to pursue a relationship, exclusivity starts at that moment. Mm -hmm. Now, what does that mean? I think that means cutting out people, not cutting out, but yeah, well, I mean, out. basically, yeah, <laughs> minimizing contact with the opposite sex, especially if it's super frequent. So, you know, that friend group that you have, that's all girls. Yeah, cut that out. <laughs> that friend group that you have, that's all guys because girls are too much drama. Yeah, cut that out. <laughs> and <laughs> so we, we go the other way. We start putting more time into the person that we're with really intentionally, again, stressing intentionally, having conversations and hanging out with that person to further it towards marriage. Yeah. Um, that's my initial thought. I don't know if you have anything else. Um, yeah, honestly, I feel like I can't talk the word. Um, <laughs> being exclusive is honestly, um, one of the more, more important things to have in a relationship. I feel yeah. like, I feel like for me, if you're not, if I'm not exclusively in a relationship with you, then that's a deal breaker so yeah or if you just never get there like you just stay in the talking stage forever yeah and it's like okay so or we... you know i don't know if she means like they're just spending too much time together too much of this once again that's my problem of what i have with people these days is that they think that like couples shouldn't spend as much time and all that stuff yeah. i feel like that kind of plays into this so i feel like i'd have to disagree but once again we can't for sure know the exact yeah i would love some to have that comment expanded on so if you are listening person who dropped that comment 
definitely hit us up because we would love to talk about it. And if you even want to hop on the show, we would love to have that conversation because I think that is an interesting one. I think yeah. I haven't heard per se, uh, at least recently. Um, so we would love to have you expand on that for us. Right. And we actually do have one more question. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and this person sent it to me on the side. But okay. the question is... Um, People, well, it's not even a question. It's, you know, what's normalized is mm-hmm. people going on overnight vacations with their BF or GF. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so. Uh... Now, I actually have personal experience in this once okay. again because long distance dating is literally just like going on a vacation with your BF or GF. Um, and what does that look like, though? Like, you both get, like, a hotel? Yeah, you guys or get like... a... I'm, I'm thinking this person... Yeah, I, I actually don't know. You either get what, a hotel you should together. share a sleeping bag or what? That's what it turns <laughs> out. I think that's what they're worried it's going to turn into. Oh, well. No accountability. Yeah. So, I'm not... Ex- there's so many directions that that could go. But for me... I would say it really does depend on the circumstance. I'd never recommend necessarily you just going on a vacation for fun and with no people and going overnight. Yeah. I mean, unless, you know, like you're just the most trusty person ever and you're, you have your dad calling you at 10 p.m. like, oh, where are you at? <laughs> what room are you in? <laughs> that yeah. boy better be in his own room, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it just really depends on the situation. Like, for me, there was times where I had to stay at Nikki's place. But, of course, it wasn't just Nikki and I. It was, you know, all of his roommates there. So, not really a private setting. Well, I think the thing, the most important thing to note for stuff like this is, and this goes for anything in relationships, but if you want to do something, you're going to find a way to do it. So if you want, if you really want to sneak out and go have sex with that person on a family vacation, there is no amount of safeguarding or anything that you can do to stop those two people from doing that. So, and I say that to say with a situation like this, you have to weigh the pros and cons and the situation of the two individuals and where they're at because no temptation is outside of your realm of falling into. Everyone's subject to it. So you have to be very careful. I probably wouldn't recommend it because, like I said, if two people want to do something, they're going to do it. But also, you know, depending on the type of vacation, what the setting is going to be, that might make it a little bit easier to stay away from falling into that. Like you have a separate hotel or you have a separate room or you're, or you you're know, staying at a friend's house. Yeah, you're staying at a hotel. Yeah, you're, sta- like... you're in separate locations, like just making it harder. Again, those security blocks, if there's a- enough of those there where it seems like it can still be a reasonable venture, I would say, you know, by all means but again just really being wise about it and weighing the pros and cons yeah i always when i'd go to visit nikki i pretty much always i think that only happened once that i didn't have somewhere else to go but everywhere um i'd have i just stay with a person in a different place because i think another thing is letting people know what you're doing because I think if you're just like, oh, well, last minute, let's go on this trip and no one knows, like no one that really knows you knows that you're yeah. going to be there. Having people to keep you accountable, whether that's like you said, having a phone call or a text or something that's you know is going to happen to keep you in check. 
that'll definitely be a great security block to put in place to kind of prevent you from falling into that. Because again, guys, it happens like this. As my dad would always say, 30 seconds is all it takes for it to go downhill extremely quickly. Pregnant. That's all that it takes. <laughs> 30 seconds and you're pregnant, guys. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap this episode up. Um, it's been a blast going through the comments with you guys. Again, thank you so much for everyone who dropped a comment. We love talking about all of these. And if we answer or you know talked about your comment and you feel like we either didn't touch it properly or we you know said something incorrect, reach out to us so we can you know further that dialogue because we definitely don't want to misinterpret anyone's comment or you know be mean in any way so and if you want to argue with us please <laughs> yeah, let if you us know. have a serious debate about going on family vacations or taking your significant other to Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas <laughs> reach out because we're about that life we're about that smoke I really want to do a poll now and be like who takes their significant other to holiday I'm like really <laughs> curious I if you got if y'all follow me I actually like 99.9% will probably put that poll out because I'm just I want we to might know. just post that on the bloom page just as a <laughs> teaser for this episode episodes so exactly. keep an eye out for that um but yeah again thank you guys all so much for watching we appreciate you guys um don't forget to like comment and subscribe don't forget to follow us on instagram as well as the bloom page all those links will be in the description and we will see you all on the next episode